Farzier play starting in three, two, and. And about actually three. Two. Two, two and three <laughs> and two. And uh. And, uh, and three. <laughs> and two. And, and one and one. Morning. What you're about to experience may get offensive, sexual, and orgasmic. Relax, you'll like it when Sapphire's through with you. Pour the wine and press play for Sapphire's Zero Play. What is up, all my sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It is your girl, Ms. Sapphire. Sapphire, if you're nasty. Megan Sapphire, if you really want to get my attention. <laughs> all right. It, um, it's another Tuesday edition of Sapphire's Airplay. You guys are probably wondering, what the fuck happened to Hump Days with Sapphire? Hump Days and Sapphire will continue next week. I have a special guest today. Thanks to my girl, Miss Lainey. Um, I have Haley Quinn in studio tonight. Hello. And you've been quite the busy girl today. I have. I'm, I, this is also, I'd like to point out this is I'm trying to work out the time. It's about 5 a.m. London time right now. <laughs> so if not all sentences make sense, no. that'll be why. Honey, it's okay. You know what? On here, I never make fucking sense, I feel like. Okay, good. Sometimes I'm like, did I, did I carry on a good show? Did I make sense? Do people get it? Responses are generally, you did it right. You, you knew what to do. Yeah, it's okay. You were sleep deprived and you still carried a show. So, girl, welcome. Okay. Welcome to, to LA. Welcome to the, the land of people asking me out. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. You know, talking to Haley and I getting would to say know her that before. Would be planet Earth. No, no, no it every, isn't. Unless there's like a little warp, a, a warp, a, 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 like a zone around London or England where no one asks anyone out. And this is like, which is great for me because I can give out loads of advice. You mean to tell me nobody goes around the streets of London and just stop you for a second and be like, Oi! You're very hot. Oh, well, actually, I teach some people to do that. Men and women. That's my Very speciality, nice. which is chatting people up during the daytime. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, however, it happens to me so rarely. Honestly, like I remember one, I got chatted up like once last year. And on the day that it happened, I nearly dropped to my knees and was like, oh, my God. In fact, someone gave me their seat on the tube, which is like our underground train station. And yes. again, I nearly collapsed into the seat and orgasmed on the spot. Like, be my husband, because it was it's so rare. So wow. rare. So the fact I've got like two askings out since coming to America only five days ago is like, whoa. She might get a third. Really? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know who's going to beat you to it, though. <laughs> it might be me. I might need to get to it first. Honey, oh. it's been a long time We're since I've had a foreigner. We're already <laughs> fighting over the last, great. Yeah, the last foreign chick I've had, it was in college. Shout out to my Kiwi in New Zealand. Um, yeah, that was the last time I had a girl with a similar twang, as oh. we like to call it here. Oh, that last girl I had was an Australian. Mm. See, we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> Lainey, do you already know what you just set up, though? Do you know what you set up, girl? She knows. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, what better way to, you know, talk about love and dating than having a dating expert in with me to kind of assess the situation that's going on with me. Now, you know, I like to open up the story with my recent sexcapades. Um, let me be real. Your girl has not gotten laid since the wolf. Really? Uh, not, not since the wolf. Since the um, the other guy, the producer guy who rammed his cock in me and didn't give a fuck about my back pain. Oh, yeah. That's the last time I got some. Mm. So it's been about a week and a half. 
the beast is hungry. She needs to be fed. Fine, <laughs> I call I call my vagina fine china. Fine china needs to break some dishes. This is amazing because I was on a podcast called Too Dumb Too Tame with Mia, and I could, we would pinch off, and we were trying to work out. What the fuck do you call your vagina? Like that's what nice you, that isn't vagina because that's a yeah. horrible word on every single level. What do you call your and vagina? I have a word for it. I put a podcast shout out asking for someone to help me name my vagina. I gave like <laughs> I gave parameters for it. I was like, I want something that sounds like alluring but also like strong and womanly. Right. And, like I don't have any answers yet. So if we can, and I don't want it to be called like a frou frou or a flower or anything that's a bit wussy. No, I want something that's kind of a tiger. Tough. Yeah, like a tiger. Yeah. What about a nana? No. no. Like, oh, it does sound like that's Nana. True. It sounds like Nanny. Yeah, it does yeah. sound like Nana. We need like it like and I have something a Nana. that adds like a, a sense of power to it. So like I have fine china. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's why Thank I saw you. that. I was like, wow, she's got it sorted out. Fine china, baby. Hmm. You know there's only one way I can figure this out. By taste testing? What, the Pepsi challenge? No, I might you <laughs> have to describe to me your vagina. Oh, okay. Well, or you can show me your vagina at the break. Well, get this. <laughs> We're all in favor of this. <laughs> I don't know if Periscope needs to see this. No, no, no. Periscope's uh, not allowed to see it. All right. Yeah. Well, I can Ooh. tell you, literally, because uh, because I've been asked out. Like, I got asked out today. I got flowers sent to my hotel. I'm like, yeah. life is looking sweet. So I actually, I did a full groom, full shave, which Ooh, is like the promise. Like, that is like, if I have less hair and nicer underwear on, it's like, it is on. I'm entering into the zone, you know, because I, as I was telling you earlier, I went through six months of like zero, which, which is, is crazy, which is crazy because I used to be like, I was like, all right, every week there's some amazing story yeah. or some escapade. And I was like, OK, uh, can I live with myself with doing without having that in my life? I was like, can I face my own aloneness? <laughs> you know? And I was like, so I wanted to stop running away from myself by using sexcapades and love and dating. And I wanted to face the mental challenge of just not fucking getting involved. So no dating sites, no dating apps, no dates period i went to like two parties in six months did you make out with anybody Mm, i was thinking 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 i made out with one person once and that was a pretty exceptional circumstance i have to say (laughs) do you tell so so i was invited to a party and i didn't know the person i walked in i'm not joking it was this 15 million pound apartment overlooking the thames with its own private swimming pool in it with a glass roof that opened up the owner of it was an extremely sexy self-made billionaire wow wow and of course how does one get invited to a self-made billionaire i I can tell i can tell you who invited me it was my friend martina who's an exotic dancer and stripper and she had met this guy's flatmate uh, at the strip club so there you go wow. she's an amazing woman love her to pieces but you know what it's not all about like networking those like fancy circles sometimes you have a really really good fucking honest friend she invited me walked I was like what is going on saw the guy I was like he's really hot we start <laughs> talking we really connect I probably sort of like sashayed off at like midnight like like Cinderella alluringly and of course at 5am I was to be found jumping in the swimming pool <laughs> that's epic. Done the same thing. Right. Also, no. I was like, this might never happen to me exactly. ever again. Like a swimming pool in London is like a rare commodity. It's like, what is this? Which is funny because I have a friend who lives in London. Uh-huh. Um, shout out to my girl Raina. Uh, she just likes. She like kind of got my uh, England fan base going over mm. there through vet school. But anyways, yeah, she was telling me there's no pools. Right. No pools, and I'm like, what? She's like, no, it's not like L.A. where there's like a pool in everybody's fucking backyard. 
No, it's very rare. Right. If, and if you want to have more sex in England, a legitimate strategy is probably like get a paddling pool or something. <laughs> a paddling pool? pool? Oh Anything. my gosh. Honestly, we used to do that. We had, a, like, we had a heat wave this summer, which means basically it was as hot as LA for like two days of the year. Can we have that, please? Right, exactly. And then literally, <laughs> we were, everyone, there's no air conditioning. So I was sleeping on my balcony and I was like, oh my God, this is a perfect, this is a perfect time. It's the time to get the paddling pool out. <laughs> See, That's I want to live in England so, oh, it's so bad. It's all like paddling pools and like it's strippers and yes. occasionally getting good party invites and mainly being really, really, really cold and not getting asked out. I got to say, you know. Well, that, you know what? You would think with the cold weather, people would be asking each other out, not just for sexual contact, but for warmth. Yes. Right. You think Honey that. Butters. But the, okay, so we have a brief mating season that happens over the summer when the war, where it's warm enough to actually go out and like hit on people and everyone's in a good mood. <laughs> Apart from that, though, it's either like you either find someone to snuggle up with in time or you get no snuggles. I've had like a, a, a virtually snuggle free Christmas and winter period. Honey, welcome to my world because I kick motherfuckers out. Oh, I do. As I'm well. horrible. I, I I love to fuck, but once we fuck, I'm like, please leave. I had, the, go. I had the best um, experience of coming back into like sex, <laughs> getting back into. <laughs> Ooh. Like I was surprised like bats didn't fly out or something scary. <laughs> and fucking Isn't it kind of scary when you like don't have sex for a long period of time? Yes. And then I was so anxious. I was like, it was like my, it was like somewhere between virginity or wedding night. I didn't right? know, like, I like, completely spaced out. Did you do the whole, let me masturbate first to make sure everything is working before I give myself to the next person who's about to have me after six months. No, I do remember like distinctly though needing to pee. You know, like the pre-sex pee. And for some reason I wanted to be genteel about it so I couldn't quite say like I need to pee because otherwise this is going to like squish and it won't be fun. Right. So it's like, let me just turn the music down a bit. <laughs> yes! And I made an That's excuse. I made an excuse and I was like, I obviously did a pee break. I remember that. Um, and I do remember literally uh, during the sex I was like, I, I completely spacked out. I was like, <gasps> Like shaking. It oh was like my I had, gosh! I had a really, it was a next level trippy experience. Oh, that sounds hot. Oh, that's an it amazing kind good. of orgasm. Yeah, I like that. So from head to toe, it's just your body was just like, <gasps> yeah. Was he big? Yeah. See, I like that face. She was like, her face told it all. She's like, honey, I can't lie. That thing I know, was big. I was like, I was, it was like, a monster. <laughs> It was a monster cock, huh? Oh, it was. It was. I would say. I would say it was the max. My max threshold before it would have got. Ooh, for me, so Ooh. Like, it was. It was perfect. Now, was it like that kinky or welcome back to sex, or was it just like bam, 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 bam? bam? No, it was like a sensual, long, oh forty-five goodness. minute, perfect, gorgeous, wow. amazing experience. You got spoiled. I think he got spoiled. Oh, I like <laughs> that. Now, I gotta say, and I was telling you you know, a little bit before, because I usually, you know, as I tell people, I don't like to really get to know my guests until I get them on air. Mm -hmm. Cause then it's like, what the fuck are we going to talk about other than the stuff that we just repeated, you know? But so I'm so glad that you came on this show. I've been extremely excited because of the fact that I've been telling people, yes, I'm on Tinder. My friends are trying to, inter- mm-hmm. you know, have an intervention with me saying, stop fucking all these randos. I'm like, well, find me somebody who's <laughs> a good lay. I'm not even looking for a boyfriend. I'm looking for a good lay in the women department and in the male department. Mm-hmm. Is it that hard? Is it that hard just to ask for some good sex from a random person and maybe make it a frequent thing? Is it that hard to ask? 
Because every time I get like a perfect person or so I think a perfect cock, the perfect cock disappears or ends up having a girlfriend and didn't want to tell me. Oh, I had one of those as well. Oh, that annoyed me. And you know what the girlfriend, Swedish gym instructor. No word of a lie. I was like, what a cliche. I was like, can you can you not have more of a cliche at this point in time? I was like, please, please be more original in your (laughs) rampant cheating. First, get a conscience. Second, get creative. That was ridiculous. I'm not going to lie. When I saw this dude's last chick and I said, oh, this is this is recent. First of all, men. And you can correct me, too. If they're going to try to creep on the low, I don't care if you're on Tinder. I don't care if you're on OkCupid or POF or whatever the fuck. If you're on a hookup site and you're hooking up with a chick and then you ask, maybe we should swap instant mess, you know, not instant messenger, Instagram, Facebook, Mm -hmm. Twitter. Can you make sure that you get your girlfriend out of the picture? Oh, my God. Sometimes, like they, they, honestly, I think there's this um, there's this uh, psychological effect where sometimes if you're really bad at something, you think you're really good at it because you right. don't recognize how wrong you are. Yeah. I think it's called like I think it's called the Dunning Kruger effect, and that happens I find with guys that creep and cheat a lot of the time. It's yes. like they think they're Mister like Super Lothario. They leave wildly like, massive trace of evidence, like breadcrumbs everywhere, and then they look at you crazy. Like the guy looked at me crazy. I was right. like, so, and, and then you're the crazy. One right, right. And I was like, hang on a second, mate. You've just massively lied. The guy that I, the, the the guy with the blonde Swedish, I have to say about this. Okay, I looked at his Facebook. We are friends on Facebook. Yes. His Facebook profile picture in the comments was taken by a like a cute blonde Swedish, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna see if she got Instagram. He's got mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, and guess what? She he said he was gonna go on this like tropical holiday to like get away with himself. She turns up on the tropical holiday with him. He then sends me one message saying, I've had no phone signal for like two weeks it's been so therapeutic and I'm like I'm sure it has been very therapeutic if you got a Swedish massage lady there with you Uh, and then apart from that I was like who do you think I think you are like you've gone what you've gone on holiday for like two weeks to an island by yourself with no phone signals like you're not the Dalai Lama like you're like it's like like, what (laughs) no the reason why you have no reception is because a blonde is gagging on your dick yeah. Gagging on it. Fiending on it. By yes. the way, yes, we are taking questions on Periscope. <laughs> uh, people are chiming in. By the way, yes. currently joining us on Periscope is AVN Award winner, Carla Lane. Woo! Hi, baby. We love you, Carla. And by the way, Carla, I need to get you, because Carla, seriously, Carla, you're one of the best uh Denver Broncos fans out there, and I do the sports talk stuff on the weekends. I need to get you on my show this weekend. And Carly, you got to come on this show too, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to come in. Okay, so yeah, I'm glad that we're talking about this because I feel like the problem is with social media Mm -hmm. and just like this online dating. The fact of the matter is, people, if you're going to try to hide your tracks and if you want to, you know, swap Social media, maybe you should develop a new account, then swap it with the other chick that you're trying to bang. I don't give a fuck. See, this is the thing. I'm a cool chick. I'm a cool chick where you can bang me and then you could say, yo, I do have a girlfriend and I'll be like, cool. So I understand that you just need a stress relief. Fine. No, you know, strings attached. Oh, you are so much nicer than me. I would like, that would be it. I'd be like... 
plate smashing. I'm like, don't drag me into this. I like, I was like, I believe in the sisterhood. I yeah, say that. I mean, I believe in a sisterhood to a, a certain degree. Um, my thing is, if there's no ring on the finger, if you guys have only been dating for like under a year and it's not that serious, and I can tell when it's serious, because let's face it, guys, you suck at covering your tracks. When you're in a serious relationship, you guys... Ooh. Oh, the ways that I found out that people have like my ex as well. He was terrible creeping around. Yes. And it's honestly like the amount of social media and technology is like not only more ways to cheat, more ways to be found out. And you can find a precise like <sighs> you can be you know what, like I can be the crazy girls like I will find the timeline. Exactly. I will see when she left that heart eyed emoji on your picture for the first time. Oh, my God. You've clearly been hooking up for four weeks. There's such a lot. You know, it's all, all those there. late night like, meetings. Right. Oh, babe, I'm going to be late tonight you know long studio session first of all not every producer i don't care if you're in radio i don't care if you're in music i'm a radio host and producer god damn it i've worked in the music business as well sorry don't believe the hype unless if you're drake or on the status of dre you are not in the studio 14 to 16 mm-hmm. hours a day Kiss my ass to everybody who agree, oh, it's always disagrees. like that. Or it's, oh, I'm in a meeting. I'm like, oh. I have meetings. You know what I mean? Desire always overcomes logistics. If exactly. someone wants to see you and wants to communicate with you, they will. Yes. And if they're coming up with a load of like ridiculous excuses or just like normal excuses, they're just not that into you. And I think the second you clock onto that and you realize that attraction is the problem, not the fact they're working extremely long hours. Exactly. That's a much better way to handle it. Yeah, because I mean, we all make time to get laid. Right. You know, we all make time. Oh Even my if God. a girl says, oh, you know, I'm really busy. We all make time. Trust me, men. Oh, yeah. Us ladies, uh-huh. we get sexually frustrated and horny just like you. You guys say that your dick is about to fall off. We feel like our vaginas are about to fall off. Or bats will go and live in them and that'll exactly. be awkward. Yeah. yeah. You know, dusting off the, the cobwebs. The bat cave. Literally, <laughs> I was a procurer of the bat cave for so long. I mean, literally now, I'm looking at the clock. I have... 26 hours left in LA I've got to sleep I've got to do three interviews I'm thinking can I really squeeze a day in is that I would probably like not be able to you sleep can, but yeah. like, you know, or I'd miss a couple of meals but you know what that guy's really hot so I'd like to meet him see exactly when the opportunity knocks we take it and mm-hmm. gentlemen you should too now I gotta bring this in talking about you know men taking the initiative are you on online dating sites right now? No, I like, I literally, this sounds really pretentious. I can't in the UK because I would just get so much, oh my God, it's you, you know, because right. I'm so known in that dating space. It would just be awkward. So yes. I also am a believer in real life meeting of people. So I try and flirt. In I, I try, I try. Thank God, you know, LA is full of people. So only on a rare occasion have I gotten a guy that says, so wait, you're, you're that chick. You're that Sapphire. Because, you know, they just see my first name, Megan. They don't see Sapphire. Now I'm becoming comfortable in yes and saying my name is Megan. Sapphire. That's all you need to know. But when they hear, oh, you're that Sapphire with that podcast Mm -hmm. in. Oh, then I get the whole, well, my buddy's a big fan of yours. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or, oh, you know, I used to listen to you in college. Are you still that crazy? So I've only had those very few moments and I don't meet up with those type of guys unfortunately even with girls too not so much on the girls side do i meet up with them i keep it really on the down low what i do if i meet someone like i'm a writer 
or I'm a blogger. Right. You know, something super nondescript. Super. Because I've had some ridiculous things that people have said to me like, oh, you're a dating love expert. That must mean you go on dates all the time. And I'm like, actually, no, my current stance is I did six months of celibacy. Right. For the bad cave. And yeah. to like realign my values and stuff. I was like, so don't just assume or they assume that because you're basically, if you're a woman and you're speaking about sex, dating, relationships, you are like a rampant harpy and you're so up for it with everybody. Like Exactly. It is, and it's fine. It's great to love sex and to love to be with people, but don't have the assumption that just because a woman is openly speaking about it, that is a free license. And that's what I started to do. I was telling you in the car earlier, um, 2016, I decided, you know what? I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I am sick and tired of having to explain myself, <laughs> having to explain why I work in the job that I do, and the fact that, yes, I work with porn stars. I work in the sex industry, in the radio part. No, I'm not going to listen to your demo and get you on air for music. That's a no. I'm not going to do that. You want to get me on that level? You email me a personal email that's formatted to that degree. When I'm on these dating sites, I could care less. I am sick and tired of the guys saying, oh, well, uh, let me send you something. I don't want to see your dick. I have seen every penis. I have seen literally every penis. Men, you might think that your penis is that magical. And praise you. Fine. Go ahead. But we've seen every dick. Seen every dick. Don't want to see a dick pic. Not mine. I've seen your dick. You have a nice dick. Oh, yeah. No, you have actually, but not live. You have yes. seen, you've seen video footage of it. I've oh. seen video footage. Literally footage. Literally footage. <laughs> Brief footage. I have only seen snippets of... Sam's dick in action. Have not experienced it for the record. As my friend says, one of my good friends, she's just like, penises just don't photograph well. No, they don't. And I think that's like, they're not photogenic. There's no, no good angle you can all. get on it. You right. Know? Like, you get the banana stance. You get the the, the holding the base. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's my favorite, men. Stop with this. The Coke can. Stop it. Stop it. Or the remote. The TV oh. remote. Really? We're going to compare. How about this? Get a microphone like this, okay? Get a microphone like this, all right? And measure it to your dick, okay? Do that. You want to send me a dick pic? Dress it up. Literally, dress it up. Yeah. That's the only way I'm going to accept dick pics. A top and, hat and a monocle. Yes, yeah. and <laughs> to every penis, it's every penis that is sent out to me, honey. It will be tweeted out. Because I am so sick and tired of it. There you go. I posted yeah. something last week. I was so annoyed by this guy. And then he starts to act like an asshole. First of all, if I'm giving you one word in answers, I'm not really interested. So stop trying. Then when you say, oh, well, I know you do some kind of blog thing, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I just want to bang you. How about you actually take the time and look at my shit? Because I'm going to tell you. I lay it out on the line. On my dating profiles, if you go on there, you will see every single one with the same old bio. If you are intimidated by A, B, and C, and I say intimidated by women who know their shit, who have their shit together, can candidly talk about sex on and off the field, there's nothing you that you can tell me that I've never seen, done, or heard. If you can get with the program, then fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. That's it. I like it. Yeah. Straight to the point. But then I get, you should come blow me. Okay. I'm going to respond with, you should come fuck my pussy. Right. Sorry, your dick in me? Come on now. Come on now. 
I have a lot of respect for a guy that gives head first. Actually, yes. that's almost the most like <laughs> certain way to get laid is give mind blowing head first. Do not all men know this? Like, surely, like honestly, I I had a, an experience with a guy. He was to me. I was like, I wanted to kiss his feet. By the end, I was really tired. Oh. He just came over, was really sexy, gave me earth shat, earth shat, amazing head, head first, so much head. In all different kinds of positions of head. And then, I'm not joking, cleaned up a bit in my kitchen, then said, Hey, um, I'll catch you later. And I was like, Please? I was like, Come back all the time. Right. We'll do whatever sexual act you want. Because I was like, How respectful. We had a nice hangout. He gave me head. He cleaned up. He was so nice. And you didn't have and to polite. do anything. No. And I'm like, But for that, I was like, You know what, mate? Fair enough. Like, I will fuck you. Please come back another time. Thank because, you. And, and it was because he had the right giving attitude mindset. He was female orientated. He's respectful. And because of that, I'm like, I am so down with that kind of guy. I am the, the same way. Any guy that already says, I love giving women head. Oh, I'm going to treat you a different way. Oh, yeah. Honey, yeah. I will. I will. Like you said, you're going to kiss the guy's feet. Mm-hmm. I will lick it. I will kiss it. I'm not even a foot person. I will do it. <laughs> Okay, I will do it. I I will go the distance. Fuck it. You want my ass at this point? If you make me squirt while eating my pussy, you will get my ass. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) And and, and I don't even like anal except for my ass being eaten. I think there's a lot of guys out there who it's like there's a similar thing with girls who don't like giving head. There's a lot of guys out there who don't like giving it too, but they're slowly going by the wayside. More and more mm-hmm. men are starting to get more interested in it, yes. mainly because of the internet showing just right. how much it's just a girl starting gets to shift, right? Yeah. Like porn yeah. is finally, it's like, like the last taboo. Porn is finally starting to depict lots of men giving women head. You it's know? amazing, guys. And can I just say, it's just not cute the way, and I'm not saying all men, but the way that some men appear to ask for head. It's the way that you ask that mm. makes us not want to give you fellatio. Well, there's no tactful way of asking for a blowjob. <laughs> oh my God. But you know what I mean? It's the way that guys say it, right. like especially over text message where it's like, oh, oh no, over text. Please. That is not a text conversation. It, but that you know, they do not, it. Like, it's because they try and get like a prior signed agreement without yes. actually having the connection and the physical experience in person. Also, I have to say, my friend had a really funny thing happen to her. She was hooking oh, up man. with a guy for the first time. And my friend, she's like, you know, she's quite reserved in her general nature. That's just her way. She said he was going at it like a battering ram. That was like her choice of language to begin with. Like she got very medieval in the metaphors she was using, probably because we were English. And then uh, then she said halfway through, he just stopped. He said, can you finish me off by giving me head, please? And I'm like, okay, this is the first time you're having sex. You haven't made her come. You've gone straight into the sex. There's been minimal foreplay. Then you you bang her badly for like five, ten minutes. And now you're requesting head. And I was like, right. this is not going to end well. No. Mm-hmm. This is not. And it, you know what? If a girl is giving you head, maybe you shouldn't tell her while she's giving you head that she sucks at it. Ooh, have you, oh, you know really? Oh, Did a guy say that? Oh, yes. I don't know if I talked about this with the guy that slapped me in the face. Oh, yeah. What? The, 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 with the his cock. Yes. So this guy, flat out, first of all, he refused to give me head. Refused to give me head first. First of all, he's saying, 
since you're a, you know, you talk about sex and relationships, why don't you tell me what's an alpha, what's an alpha male versus, you know, a non-alpha. And I'm trying to explain to him and I'm like, dude, you sound like an asshole. You're not even an alpha. I said, you know what? You came to my house. I invited you in as a guest. You're going to respect me. Mm -hmm. So then he's like, well, I think you should give me head. And I was like, I think you should give me head. How about that? Well, I don't like the way that you're talking to me. I don't like the way that you're talking to me. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to give this guy the best blowjob because I've never gotten a complaint of head. And I don't really like to give head. I love eating a woman's pussy. I don't like sucking dick all the time. I'm going to do it because I'm a team player and I want to get mine. Go team. Yeah, Mm -hmm. go team, go. So anyways, proceed to go to the bedroom. I start getting naked and he's just already acting like the bedroom asshole. I mean, he's just like, don't touch me there. Don't do oh this. Don't do that. Then I start to suck his cock. Uh, You know what? This really sucks. And so then he takes his dick out of my mouth, proceeds to slap me in the face. I'm like, and I slapped him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, uh, well, uh, that's the way I like to get head. I said, that's not head, fool. That's called a dick slap. <laughs> Get the fuck yeah, out of my house. terminology right. And, yeah. And if that's non-consensual, that's assault with a, Exa- with a, with a loaded dick. Loaded dick. And you know what? I didn't let it. I didn't finish. I said, you know what? Get out. He's like, what? Really? I didn't even get to come. Get out. Mm-hmm. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Guys. Again, when you're receiving and giving gotta be a little nicer if you're into cock slapping you might want to tell the chick before you get her in bed uh-huh and you that know? wouldn't that wouldn't be the first sexual act i would probably go in for you exactly. know it's, it's like a, a strong opening is it really like, yes that's like me biting on your dick ow yeah exactly when you say oh just give it a kiss okay i'm gonna give it a kiss mm-hmm. that's all i'm gonna do don't expect me to <laughs> no if you say give it a kiss bye i'll give it a kiss there you go that's it am i so wrong for that like am i wrong now see that's the thing if a guy wants to have that level of blowjob or whatever you better be able to go out first and make sure that she came because if you're going in first and say as if the girl or if you for example since we're using you in this example yeah if if the guy were to go and sit there and just make these demands of you. I want a blowjob right here, right now. Yeah, no, not happening. Not happening. Mm-hmm. You're not, and don't expect a good one if you get it. Exactly. If you do, then you better, if you, basically, it's better for you to go and make sure you make, that guy has to make you come as hard as humanly possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then maybe, maybe he has the right to get something in return. But it seems like guys are going into it with the expectation as if you owe them something just because you let them into the room. And see, here it brings it back to the online dating. You know, these guys, all they have now is a screen. A screen will guarantee you or not guarantee you a hookup. So to all our men out there who are on online dating sites, what do you think is the best way that they should message a girl? Sit on my face. <laughs> and I'll be like, huh, yeah. well, you, I'll, then let me sit on your face. No, like, no, no. That's no, what I'm saying. Yeah, I sit mean, on no. my face. And then I'm going to be like, eat my pussy. Exactly. That's the point. Sit on my face. But don't do that. Because <laughs> no, then I'll not. be like, excuse me. If Especially, I'm sorry, no offense. If you are not cute, 
Okay? If you are not cute. <laughs> if that face doesn't look like a comfortable seat. <laughs> I'm going to look at it and I'll be like, until you shave. Ooh, good one. Until you shave. Yeah. I'm just going to come up with something very sexual and my response is going to be one-sided. Mm-hmm. Like when a guy sends me a dick pic. So, uh, did you get my picture? Yeah. What did you think? It's a penis. What do you want me to say? Oh my God, it's like the biggest thing I ever saw. <laughs> Seriously, that's... That, really? really? I know at the end of the day, guys that don't have game, they don't have the ability mm. to go and actually, or the courage to actually ask a girl out. They're hiding behind their computer screen or their phones or whatever, yeah. sending out the dick pics and just hoping to get some approval hoping. out of it. Maybe because they're not able to get approval out of anything else they do. Well, the thing and also girls do it as well. Yes. I have to say they do. You know, I have a lot of guy clients that I work with on the dating front and they are fed up of like getting into a conversation with a woman. You, They're talking to her for ages and then she has no intention of meeting in real life. Oh, you know, gosh. just wants the valid. I can't even imagine it. Like I get enough emails and tweets and all that. I was like, why would you want more messaging that's going nowhere? I was like, what is the point in that? But some people do just sit on the end of the phone. They send messages that they have no, they're never going to fulfill on. I would say like to a guy, if he's getting very sexual messages straight up from a woman, I'm like, that to me is what I call like the dangle. Right. It's like she's just holding something just out there for you. She is never going to do that in real life. And chances are it could be her friends. Right. And her together over drinks just saying, I'm going to message this guy and see what he says. And she's never going to meet up with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's never going to meet. My thing is when I swipe left, swipe right. I message every person with the intent to meet up with them. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you to take that bait. And do it. Like, for instance, tonight, I'm in limbo. I told this person, look, I'll be done at about 9.30, 9.45. Do you want to still meet up? And he approached me first asking me what my plans were. But this fool is going to linger. And when I tell him I don't use a certain app and I gave you my phone number, take the phone number, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Just take the phone number. That's what I'm a big fan <clears> of. It's just like moving it on, like moving it yes. off the online space. Because also on a purely practical level, people can like drop off the site. They'll get pissed off with it. They'll get hooked up. And so suddenly you can be chatting to someone. They disappear. Exactly. So if you're having a good back and forth, you've sent, I don't know, like four or five messages to each other. Cool. Just say, hey, this is my Facebook. This is my email. This is my number. Let's chat there instead. I don't like chatting in app. And then you can, you know what, even if they disappear, you have a point of contact and it shows an intention to meet in real life. And I always think if this person drops out at this stage, you've lost nothing. You've just saved yourself some time. Hell yes. You know, by chatting to someone that doesn't have that intention because people will say stuff on the internet that they will not fulfill on in real life. And the internet is not a contract. Definitely. What are the questions that are going on over here? Uh, we had a question from a question from Yesenia earlier saying, uh, "Is it okay for her to sleep with two guys in one week?" Yes, yes. honey. Absolutely. In this day and age, if you want to sleep with one guy every day of the week, and it doesn't matter if it's a different guy or the same, but honey, this is your body. Okay, Mm -hmm. as long as you're doing it safely, you're getting yourself checked, you're using condoms, you're using another form of contraception. Go ahead and do it. 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then coming back, we're going to talk more with my girl, Miss Haley uh-huh. Quinn. Um, Haley, where can they follow you right now? They can follow me on Twitter, which is Haley Quinn, H-A-Y-L-E-Y-Q-I-N-N. And I have to say, I have two of my own podcasts, Attraction HQ and Love HQ on iTunes, if you want to find more about me there. Definitely check her out. And also, she does have a YouTube channel, oh, yeah. um, Haley Quinn Double X, correct? Yes. All right, so you can follow her, Haley Quinn. That's H-A-Y-L-E-Y. Quinn with two N's, okay? We'll be right back. Second part of Sapphire's Airplay. We'll be right back. Awesome. on. Let's rock and roll. Woo! All right, everybody. We are back. This is part two of Sapphire's Airplay. I am here with my girl, Miss Haley Quinn. And make sure that you check her out. So, Haley, you were telling me the two podcasts that you got going. Right. I've got one called Attraction HQ and one called Love HQ. They're both on iTunes. One is kind of for guys, one is kind of for girls, but like it's a free for all over there, you know, and I like to talk about sex, dating and love, but in a really real and authentic way. So we look at it, you know, it's, it's self-confessional, it's pretty out there. So if you like your stuff candid and raw and your advice real, that's the space to go. Hey, that's the way we like it here too. I really liked your concept too. You know, you get people, I'm guessing, to talk on candy. She got her grandma. Yeah. I was like, if you don't think this is a cool idea, well, I'm not interested because my nan is amazing, okay? She's 93 years old, soon to be 94. I called the podcast Love During the War. And I got under like, really? And I was like, and I interviewed her and I just thought, these are the most amazing gems and pearls of wisdom. You know, she's very open-minded. She's very honest, very confident, extremely clever. And I'm like, what she doesn't know about love and relationships ain't worth knowing. And I'm like, Everybody has to listen to this. I like, you know what? You just sparked. I got to get my grandma. No, so I got to get Nana. Great. Like, yes. she's, she, she, I have to say a couple of key points here. She gave up sex when she was 87. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, how long ago was that? Uh, Like five years ago. Oh, wow. She So she gave up on it. She gave up. Now, it's just her now. It's just her. But, so my granddad died when she was in her mid 60s. And get this, which I think is fantastic. She met another guy. She was 65. He was like 68. They got together and had, until he passed away a couple of years ago, like Aww. nearly 25 amazing years. And she said he was the love of her life and they had amazing sex. So it's never too late. So if you're in there and you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and you're stressing, don't worry about it. You know what? And she was said to me this other one other beautiful thing. And she said to me, she's like, my looks have gone, haven't they, Haley? And I'm like, sort of yes, Nan. Like, no, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. And she's like, but I got personality, haven't I? And I'm like, you do. And she was always the plain one. Like she wasn't the Aww. pretty one out of her sisters, you know, but she was like, fuck it. She literally said, I don't care. I'm a great flirt. I've got personality. I've got more personality in my little finger than my sisters have. So I'm going to get the guys. I want to meet her. She is insane, but it's so true. You know what? Personality never dies. You know, looks, we can either get better, whatever. Who cares? If you've got a good personality, you can talk. You're smart. You're switched on. You're curious. You've, you've got a good intellect. You will always be hot and sexy. I like how you said that because I've now directed my energy more mm-hmm. on vibes on a person more so than the looks. Yes, I'm still going to be, you know, weary of certain looks because at the end of the day, I still have to look at you. But I, I do want to tell people, you know, yes, the personality, the brain to me is the sexier part of the female and male body. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can just talk to me, 
and have a conversation to me. You get me so aroused more than a physical touch only because of the fact that I love carrying on conversations. Mm -hmm. I like having, you know, intellectual conversations. I just want to have somebody that can carry a conversation with me when we're not having sex. Right. That's, I mean... I think that's the sexiest thing ever, though. Yes. I find someone who's got a great mind and an intellect so, so, so attractive. Like that's my, like my number one thing. It's my number two actually thing. My number one thing is that they have great morality. Not in that they have to be like I don't know, particularly religious or anything like that. I just want someone who has integrity, who's honest, who's upfront, who's got a strong character, who knows themselves. That's right in there at number one, and just behind that is like really smart smart good yes. and you know it's all different kinds of smart as well you know it doesn't have to be book smart mm -hmm. you can be street smart you can be good at conversation you can have you can be creative i don't mind i just want yeah i just want somebody who can just be intellectual right on all aspects i mean the street smarts i don't have much street smart so if you're like smarter in streets fine we can balance each other out i'll mm -hmm. be the book nerd you be the street oh, you nerd. know what i love i love a technical man oh oh i love a left brain technical man because i'm so <laughs> like oh, i'm like a creative person and so actually someone who, honestly someone came into my house recently and fixed my blinds honestly like my blind had got all twisted and of yes. course this is me i'm just like i'll leave it all screwed up i guess i don't know, what, I don't know what's going on <laughs> it's like the light is coming into my room i don't care i'll get an eye mask <laughs> Right, and he was just stood there on the bed, and he fixed the blind. And honestly, again, it was one of my other like orgasm on the spot moments. I was like, "He's fixing things. This is amazing." <laughs> See, guys, little things. It's the little things sometimes that count. Oh yeah, not little penis though. Well, just no, little little you, things that you do. It's it's the moments where you stop and you actually show appreciation beyond the vagina. Yes, right? like I I'm a tech geek. I'm a movie geek. I'm a, a music freak. And, you know, you get to know me. I'm going to give you like some random history blurbs from time to time. But at the same time, when someone who fits the match just like me, I instantly become drawn to you like that mm -hmm. because of the fact that, oh, my God, we actually can carry a conversation. Oh, you want to fix my car? Please. Yes. Fix my car. Squints, I'm waiting on you. You're still and you know what's what's, what, what's what's high up in the unhotness list, especially when it comes to online dating stuff. If you if you get like if the spelling is really off, the oh. grammar is really off. Do you use a word in like really not where the word should be used? When you're it kills attraction. Oh, it does. Come on, guys. How old are we that we can't figure out your and your? Yes, that is exactly Jinx. That's exactly what there, I was thinking. Yeah, you there need, and there. Yeah. <laughs> really. I can't, I can't stand it. You guys are going to be sorely it. disappointed. That's going to be getting worse as time. It is. Because right, the English language is contracting exactly. for the first time ever because we're all just using emojis yes. instead of actually writing... Oh, well, funny enough, actually, the it. oldest male client who ever came to me to, for help with his dating stuff, 83 years old, which I have a lot of respect for. I was like, okay, his wife passed away a few years ago. He wanted to find companionship again. I think it's a beautiful human spirit. Everybody deserves it. Amazing. However, because he hadn't dated since like the 1940s, all his communication with these like epic love letter style right. emails. Aww. And I, I thought I could see the charm in it. However, 
when you're talking to a, like a modern day thing, honestly, our language is getting so rubbish. Yes. I was once literally dating a guy and he just was answering in just emojis. And I'm like, I can't handle it. It's like, I was like, I, like, I yeah. don't care how many emoji variety there is. You can't <laughs> hieroglyph your way to my heart. Like, Please. I can't do it. I just can't do it. If I mean, one or two emojis, fine, fine. But guys, I don't want a long book. I like to talk to guys on the phone. I'd like to have face. I like that as well. I yeah. think it's really. I was saying it's really hot if a guy rings me up. I actually oh think God. like, oh, he's so assertive and masculine. He knows himself and he's confident. Exactly. Like when guys tell me, "Can I just call you?" Yes. What? Please. Yeah. Please call me. I will make time because I mean, we all live in a world of texting, but I feel like texting now. Especially if you're trying to get yourself involved with the chick mm. or involved with the dude, you gotta pick up the damn phone. Yeah. Right. Pick up the damn phone once in a while. Start talking to each other. And you know what? If the text conversation isn't going anywhere or the person just like they ignore your last message, leave it a few days. I say that this is my one of my phrases. Most situations resolve within 48 hours. Yes. So like don't stress about it if a guy isn't getting back to you or a girl isn't getting back to you. Just leave it. If you can leave it two days, it will most organically fix itself. And <laughs> it's so true. And I hate to say it, that means I got my first rejection. Fuck. No. I got what my happened? first rejection. Oh, no. You got to get into this now. Okay. So I went out with my bestie on Friday. Now, here's some story. I hope she's not watching. What? Bestie? Yeah. Oh, I love bestie. I hope she's not watching. I don't know if she's watching. Okay. Let me find out. Yeah. Please find oh, you out. Want to check in here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really want you to check because I'm about to spill some tea. Oh. Ooh. I have come to the realization that I might be having strong feelings for my bestie. Ooh, I've had that. Yeah. Wow. It's really bad. It's really bad. I don't blame you. Bestie's fucking hot. Bestie's fucking hot. I mean, but the thing is, we don't act like we are best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our date nights or whatever and it's cool but at the same time it's like the way that we talk and you can I'll, I'll have to show you the messages because women to me are confusing I cannot seal the deal with ladies ladies who have been with me they will realize that I'm all big talk you have to come to me mm-hmm. I like, hear a lot of women say that oh you my know, god but I have to say it's pretty awesome if you're a girl and I'm like I like to flirt yes I love girls. flirting with girls but I just never know when's the right time to kind of move in kind of thing because I'll whine like like I treat all my hookups or whatever we're gonna talk first we're gonna have mm-hmm. wine we're gonna have a bowl you know we're going to, you know, communicate. And then if I feel the vibe is right, then I might lean in for a kiss. Give or take. I might. I might just lean in for a kiss. Guys, I just land in their lap and they're like, oh, yeah, it's on. Yeah. We're good. Girls, it's kind of like, whoa. Well, girl, now you know how you guys doing? feel. Now you know how guys Yeah, I feel. do. Guys have it really tough when it comes to girls because especially, and I, I'm victim of this one for damn sure. Yeah. One girl that I was very much interested in, she was giving the me giving me the most mixed signals. It was like everything that she was saying, oh yeah, no, I you know, I'm not looking for anything dating wise. I'm just looking to hang out with people who have good energy. But when you go to the conversation side of it, it's like the conversations we're having are the kinds that you have with people that you're looking to dig your exactly. face into the pussy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have to show you the messages. Yeah. Because remember, I, I deal with my bestie and then there's this other girl that I've been seeing, I guess like we hang out or whatever, kind of like Bestie and I, but we have sex and we're friends. And 
you know, we all we both said, like, if things get too weird to where our friendship is being blurred, like I'm having feelings for you while having sex with you, then we would stop. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, fuck, like I'm in a situation where I want both. I want both the friend and I want the other friend. So you want the familiarity and comfort, but you also want the freedom to have the sense of adventure. I know I will have the sense of adventure with either whoever, well, but I know sure. that one person I just absolutely cannot cross the line with. There's way too much baggage on top of it. And it's mostly because, you know, one person's on a, a break with somebody mm-hmm. and that person doesn't know anything. And it's just, it's just messy, you know? And then there's the other chick where it's like, okay, things can happen. We can be cool and high five each other. But then at the end of the day, it's like, fuck, I want to like, I I had a push it in. I had a really good uh, conversation with uh, one of the, uh, one of the other good sex bloggers out there. uh, Read, read about sex. Yeah. Uh, He was actually out in Vegas for AVN. I spoke to him a couple months ago though. And he said, if it's, if a relationship is going to create or cause a headache for you, then don't do it. And, yeah. And he was talking about that in the uh in the context of adding another per another person into a couple. Like yeah. three ways and stuff oh, like that. God. If a, if, but it's honestly applicable to just normal relationships with I think friends. that is such a good philosophy. You know what? If you're already before you're doing it thinking this is gonna get really complicated or is that gonna screw that up or is that gonna completely compromise that social relationship? It's like there are lots of other people in the world, you know? Oh yeah. There are. You know, and I think sometimes you've got to keep those boundaries there for a reason. And I think in the past though, I've been like literally I now live like a nun and I've renounced my former life. Before that, I would have had like, you know, the thing with the female to female relationships, we would just be hanging out a lot more. Yes, We'd be talking, we'd say at like a night, probably even like bitching a little bit about the guys that are in our lives and slowly that intimacy would just grow and, and grow and that's exactly and what's then, going on. Yeah. Things happen. Right, they do. And, and that's exactly what's going on. I don't No, like my friend circle is getting a little bit smaller and I've been known all everybody says like you have hot friends. How come you are not banging all your friends? And I said, trust me, I would love to cross the line with every single one of my girl chicks. Like my girlfriends are literally hot. I don't understand. I just attract hot people, I guess. And those are my friends. But at the same time, there's only a select few that I've done things with and cannot cross the friends line and you know it's just like a spoken rule or unspoken rule where we may hook up but one night we may not and we could be still friends but now it's to the point where fuck i don't know if i like my friend as a friend or if i'm liking my friend as a potential person of interest and it's scary because i'm like fuck looking at our conversations like i love her to death she loves me to death and, we and sometimes just get you it. get all the intimacy, they understand you, and then yes. they start doing the things for you that you would, you know, you're like, hang on a second, I love how this person's treating me. Exactly. You know, they're doing all these amazing acts, they're being so thoughtful, so considerate, they totally get my vibe, and but they're another woman, and we're both not gay women, so we're both just curious or on the spectrum. And here's so the thing, like, we're so both... What is, what is this? Yeah, See, we're both bisexual women. She's never really been with a guy, and I've only had one girlfriend. I've never... I've been with a lot of guys, but I've never had, like, a boyfriend. I've only had a girlfriend, and that was shit. <laughs> it was so shitty, that last week, everybody, last Wednesday, since we didn't have a show, 
I went to ladies night at West Hollywood at this bar called the Abbey in oh, the Abbey. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Wait, oh God, I wish that you were coming, that you were oh. singing next day because I would totally say we should go to ladies night tomorrow. Because they're hot women. So anyways, we ho, we're at the Abbey. I'm not in the bar for less than five minutes. First of all, I'm not drinking alcohol like that anymore. I can have one drink and I wake up the next morning, I'm hungover. Right. So I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'll be driver. I will drive my ass to WeHo. I will meet my friends there. I'm just going to smoke a lot and I'll be good. Cool. Good vibes. I'm not going to run into anybody. Oh, hold up. Lo and behold, I knew my ex was there because I saw her friend. Then I saw the back of her head and I'm not even in the bar for five fucking minutes. Did you get out? Girl, no. I looked at my friends and they're like, what are you drinking? And I said, a Jack and Coke. And uh-huh. see, ladies night, they don't give you these little shot, you know, they gave me the high baller, you know, beer pint. So I'm drinking a pint worth of Jack and Coke. I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling so good. I'm dancing on the dance floor. My ass is getting grabbed by some girl who ended up saying, oh, my God, my girlfriend just loved your ass. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. I guess I closed my eyes for one second and this bitch walks right past me. And I knew she must have seen me, but I didn't care because I was looking good. And I was like, yes, you're getting cock blocked. Yes, <laughs> you're not getting pussy tonight. Yes. <laughs> and I saw her miserably fail <laughs> at hitting on a bartender. Well, she miserably failed at a lot of stuff. Well, she miserably failed. Ooh, she I feel like I want to know backstory. I'm going to have to backtrack. Oh, you want episode. the backtrack? So long story short, she broke up with me over text. Mm, Almost two years, about, um, two years ago, gets in a relationship with a girl that was supposedly just a friend. And she slipped up and posted something on her Facebook because we're still Facebook friends. First of all, that's a mistake in itself. First right. of all, I unfriended her after the breakup. She refriended me. Bitch. <laughs> Follows me back on Instagram. She unfollowed me on Twitter. Awesome. Okay. But insists on following me on Snapchat. Then insists on sending me text messages every once in a blue moon. I don't understand. You broke up with me because of your insecurities. And forgive me. You know, maybe you can because you I are the I can shed some light on this. Please. Because this is what's pissing me off the most. And I've been very, very, like, I, I try not to have it, like, affect me. But it is really fucking up my mentality. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking me up. Um. That's why I'm not getting into another relationship. So she breaks up with me over text over the fact that I retweeted something of work. Right. (laughs) Okay. It blames it and says, I just can't trust you anymore. Not once did I ever cheat. And I have men and women who openly daily on a daily basis tell me how they want to fuck me, how they want to hook up with me. They'll do things to me on my show. And I stayed and Sam can vouch. I took all my power not to do anything because I thought I was so in love with this woman. So for her to break up with me on the fact that she thought that I was cheating, but when the fact is she was cheating and spilled it all over Facebook because it's like, wait a second, you fell in love with this girl the moment you met her when two years ago, but weren't you dating me? Right, so there's two things that are going on here. One is projection, which is like, 
if if someone is guilty or conscious of something or yes. they're aware of a flaw in themselves, they will see it in other people and they will bring it into the interaction because they, there's something that they want to disclose about themselves. Second thing is control. Ah, uh, contr- I wrote down two words on my little scribbly pad. Projection and control. Uh-huh, <laughs> it is projection and control. We got it in one. Yes. <laughs> and, uh. it is. and control, you know, like it's. It, I've been in so many horrendous relationships. It took me a long time to work out there are so many more uh, so many ways of controlling someone other than the obvious. Right. Uh, and one of the ways that you control someone is say you've, you, you've gone through a breakup, okay? Somewhere, they don't, this person, they don't, this is for all the people that have gone through a breakup and yet their ex is still trying to like communicate or keep them in their lives somehow. The ex does not want to get back to, with you. They do not want to make it right. They have suddenly become a different person. What they want is to know just at arm's length, you're still engaged and you're still interested in them. So it's about, and often when a relationship breaks down, people can't accept that the dynamic of the relationship has changed. It's done, it's over. And so they keep kind of this little participation, often particularly, especially if the relationship was toxic and it yes. wasn't good. So I have to say, I will go on about this forever until I'm on my deathbed. If you break up with someone, especially if it was a bad breakup, bad relationship, just block them on everything. Yep. Black out that's what i gotta get rid of it don't know anybody like i like honestly my ex was horrendous i blocked him on everything i even asked him to block me on instagram because you can't weirdly if you block someone they They don't see your post but you can see theirs that's like a technical error and that's a design flaw exactly i was like literally i was like block me i do not need to know if you're in my neighborhood i don't need to see anything get rid of that temptation because this is what stops people healing and stops them getting into a space where they're okay in the past, before social media and the internet, we wouldn't have had to deal with this stuff right. apart from like occasional awkward bump into's at bars. Right. Generally, we could pretend they didn't exist. And, right? here's, and here's the funny thing: I don't communicate to her. You know, I don't like her posts. I don't, you know, creep on her Instagram. Though I know she does because she's like texting and yeah. and you know creeping on my my. You know, Snapchat saying, oh, my God, your cousin's so big. You don't have that permission anymore. Yeah. I thought you're so wrapped up in someone else's vagina that you don't want my vagina. Lack of boundaries. Lack of boundaries. Yes. Well, it goes back to control, (laughs) knowing in her mind that when she says anything, your mind gets wrapped into it. Fine. See the that's, thing is that's the biggest thing that she This is, is how I knew with her. and this is the thing. I knew I was over her because the next day I did my crying and the next day I went to work and I was fine. Within a week I fucked somebody else and I was perfectly normal. This is how I know I completely over her. So when I saw her at the bar, I didn't get those butterflies. Mm. I got the look like you went out with her. Right. You got the why. Yes. Why? I was looking at every, yes. I mean, I don't like to compare. I don't compare looks. I mean, we all fall in love and we all look for people, you know, whatever floats your fancy. But then I look at the people I hooked up with now versus her. Honey, Mm -hmm. it's like night and fucking day. (laughs) It is night and fucking. I'm looking, I'm like, I really could have had anybody, but I chose you. Yeah. And then you fuck it up. Yeah. Well, and ultimately part of the reason why she's was able to kind of mess with you a little bit early on and the reason why you were hanging in there. Oh, and not to interject real quick. We're going to start taking some questions for our dating expert, Haley Quinn, right now. So if you got a burning question, Sam's going to start taking them down. Yeah. 
That's and all right. that. So go on. I'm sorry, Sam. Yeah. No, uh, early on, you were stuck with that relationship, and we saw how much it was controlling you. She was so used to having that measure of control over you that yeah. even after the breakup, mm. she felt that just by saying one little word towards you or chiming in on a text message or making a comment on a picture that your mind would suddenly be flooded back, not necessarily for the wanting to be back with her, but just that moment, like... For example, when she would call before shows oh God. and would completely hijack all of your attention and energy, she feels that whenever she makes those comments, she's doing the same thing, hijacking your positive energy. Definitely. Right? And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm more of like an energetic person now and all about the vibes and energy. I mean, God, God forbid, I'm going to say this right now, weed and me can be best friends forever. Because ever since I've been smoking more weed now, I have had a clear head. Dare I say it? You know, judge all you want about potheads, but I'm still a functional pothead. I still get up. I get my work done and I do this at night. And still, I get a podcast to you guys. But still at the same time, it's because, you know, when I look at it, I'm like, damn, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. You know, you get wrapped up and you, you kiss a lot of ass and you're so far up this person's ass because you love them or you think they love you and you think you love them. It's just kind I of crazy. I had this person say this brilliant thing to me yesterday. Actually, it was like, I was having a hang with uh, this guy called Ross Jeffries, who's like a very famous pickup artist, yes. hypnotist. Like, you don't think necessarily you'll get pearls of wisdom. And he was like, who in this, who, who believes in hypnotism? Like nobody in the room puts a hand up. He's like, okay, uh, who believes in self-hypnotism? Nothing. I was like, okay, raise your hand if you've if you've been in love. Like lots of, everyone puts their hand up. Mm-hmm. He's like, raise your hand if you've been in love and then you've realized that the person you're in love with is completely not like that and is in fact a complete ass. I was like, congratulations, you've self-hypnotized. That's right. And it is true. It's like what happens, it's called the ideation phase, which basically means you, you meet someone when the first six months and you don't actually know them. You don't know anything about them because you haven't, you know, people are complicated oniony difficult to get to know yes humans but you just the amount of times i've heard oh my god they're perfect and you've just met them for like three dates or something right and then you what you do is you project and you create a story about them that's suitable to you so you the blanks that you don't know you fill in with like the best possible information and then suddenly what happens is there's this like crash and burn where like story and reality they have hit. to like hit and yeah. then it takes time to like hang on did they really do that they're not, <laughs> but they're not like that because they're like considerate and perfect so they would never behave that way and then you have to go oh my god they didn't change it's not like that that something happened to them no 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 i've just got to get to know them better right that's all that's happened ah it's the worst now do we have some questions for miss Haley? uh not yet i think they were too busy just being Listening? hypnotized by Voice. I don't I don't blame him. I mean how stunning she is. I had to stop myself a couple times. I'm like, oh my God, I love the I love the accent. I'm a sucker for accents. But I'm also a sucker for, like I said, intellectual minded mm-hmm. people like yourself. So Haley, I was told that you are doing an event in New York coming up. I am. I'm really excited about this. This is actually when we're talking about bloodlines friendship. Nice. I'm gonna say this. One of my bestest forever friends from England, Miss Genevieve Lejeune, she has got this awesome club that she's created called Skirt Club, which is just for bisexual or bi curious or just a little bit curious women. Oh my God. Yeah, you would love it. <sighs> I would. Along. So it's basically because, uh, weirdly, I did a TV show in the UK a few years ago called Bi Curious Me, which was essentially me trying to work out 
if I am a sexual preference at all. Like, I know what I am. I'm, I'm a nothing. I go up and down on the scale. I you like know? it. And she was watching that. And she was like, oh, there's, 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 a, there's a woman out here. There's a market for a kind of woman. She doesn't feel comfortable necessarily in the gay scene. But she's not straight either. She's a bit of a question mark. I want to develop an event just for her. And she's run it really successfully in the UK. They're essentially private parties, women only. That's very strict. There's a burlesque performer, a speaker, and then some naughtiness as well. Oh, my gosh. And brilliantly, uh, it's also become kind of an educational and entrepreneurship initiative. So at the last party in London, which you could just imagine it, it was at the sexy, like, Notting Hill townhouse. Oh, my God. Everyone's wearing masks and gilded wings, like feathery angel wings on their back. Wow. Wow. 90% of the women there had never been to a party before. And it was a funny, like, funny, strange, awesome combination of women wanting to have their first woman-to-woman experience. And then I kid you not, the amount of times I was asked, how do you start a blog? Like, that came up (laughs) So it was like, I was 50%, like, 50% flirting, 50% like giving career advice. Right. But the whole ethos that we want to create together is a space where women feel comfortable to explore their sexuality, explore the parameters of their business, their femininity. And so it's launching in New York and that's on the 4th of February on a Thursday night. It's Skirt Club. So please come down and say hello to us. I'll be flirting with Genevieve hey. in a in a boundary blurring way. I'm going to go to see her in Miami as well tomorrow night. So very I'm nice. very excited about that. Now, is there a website that they can log on to to check out Skirt? Club? Yeah, it's Skirt Club. Skirtclub.com. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Guys, definitely check out skirtclub.com. Um, real quick, I want to ask your um play a little game with you. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love picking on people. I love it on this show. We love to play games, haven't played a game in a while. And I figured, you know, since you are the the sexy Brit in the room tonight, you know, why not see how dirty your mind is with the British slang? Okay. Yes. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> So we're going to see how dirty your mind is. If you can, I'm going to say all these phrases. Okay. And you got to translate them in English, English. Okay. Or I mean, American English. <laughs> okay. Does that so make you're going to say English phrases to me and I'm going to give them back to you in American? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So I'm going to start mm. off something easy. Bellend. That means that you are the other f- favorite English f- phrase, a wanker. It refers to the end of a man's penis, obviously, and it's a way of like saying you're a loser and you're an idiot. I love it. <laughs> she got the first point on that one. Baby batter. Baby batter is sperm, <laughs> <laughs> which makes sense. Belicia bacon or beacons. You might have to show her that one. <laughs> Belisha Bank uh, Beacons. What? Belisha Bank Beacons. Don't read Belisha that just... Beacons. I don't know what that is. What's a Belisha what Beacons? <laughs> they said the yellow flashing rights at a uh, UK pedestrian crossing, but also can be referred as a woman's breast. Really? <laughs> I never heard of that. I wouldn't want somebody to come to me and say, nice Belisha Beacons over there. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> like can I teach you some other slang? Yeah, please. Because like you know, because I live I live in the depths of, of course East London, Shoreditch, which is like the hipster neighbourhood, and we nice. have our whole own language. And I find myself even if I cross into West London, people no longer understand me. Oh, <laughs> you know even I'm better. Saying? Right. Okay. So here's a few things. Okay. So you'd say that if a situation is really okay dark. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was. I was like, you say, oh, the conversation I had with my boyfriend it was so dark. 
that means it was like it's not it's not good. It was like, oh my God, we told each other we were cheating. Or if the party is really dark, it means it was a good party. Really? So you would say something like this. You'd say, oh my God, my conversation with my partner was so dark. He was telling me about this girl that he liked. And then you would probably say, deep. I like it. Right? So dark, deep, ropey. If a situation is ropey, it means again, it's like dodgy. It's not good. It's bad. I like that. And something has a lot of hoof in it. It means it's got a lot of power. Oh. And also you refer to inanimate objects as a guy. So I'd say, oh my God, I almost left this guy in the cab. I've heard that. Right? Okay, okay, I've heard that term. I like mm, that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I want some more. Okay, let me see if I can test you on this one. My iPad just died, so I have to pull it up on my computer, which I don't like to do because I can't scroll, you know. Um, Beat the bishop. That means to, that's wanking. <laughs> boiler. Boiler. Don't know. What's a boiler? Uh, unkind term for an ugly woman. Oh. Buff. I means they're fit. Mm. <laughs> uh, buggery. Um, up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I didn't I'm think, like, I didn't know that's what it meant until today. Really? I did not know it meant anal sex. I didn't know Oh my god, that's so interesting. Well, because honestly, in England as well, can I just say we didn't we didn't have a term for homosexuality, right? Until yeah. 1888. Like so really recently, homosexuality was not a thing. Yeah. Before that, you either committed the, the the crime of sodomy if you're a gay man, which was I'm not kidding, you could die for that. Yeah. Holy crap. Oscar Wilde, who's one of our most amazing playwrights, he was put into prison for this. He had to do hard labour, or even worse, you go into the something called the pillory, which is basically a hole in the ground, and then people threw dead cats and like Jeez. bricks and oh, stuff. So you no. never came out of that alive. Oh my god. Yeah. So and then for interestingly though, there was no crime against two women because it was thought of to be so completely impossible of course of course for women to have any kind of sexual anything without a man so if, if you read through english literatures all these amazing accounts of women blatantly getting it on <laughs> see probably, i like, need to read it. some more yeah i need to read some more british literature i mean i'm obsessed with a lot of shows like skins oh my god mm, are I'm all sorry. the parties like the skins parties the parties are pretty good so you should come to one of my house parties yes come over to london honey i would love to come to london yeah. i need like two weeks with you probably yeah, give yeah. or take i'm excited okay one more because i know we're running out of time um i want to get like a good one i think buggery was freaking great <laughs> buggery, I, like i said i thought it was just was like, like that's pretty strong yeah <laughs> i thought it was like shit you know oh this is buggery you know what this is like the third time i've talking about anal sex today like, <laughs> i was like what is happening to my life right now see also what is oh, this is what i learned today uh, another show rose budding Oh, girl. I didn't know about that. Did they show you a video? They, I don't know. Oh, show me the yeah. video. I don't think I want to see No, the you don't want to see. I don't want to see oh. the video. I was like, how extreme and ridiculous is that? I'm like, I was like, am I turning into an old prude grandma, but not like my grandma? Here? Why do I feel like Sam Phillips introduced you to Rose she Bunny? Did she did that to me. To me. That. Really? My first week working with her at Vivid Radio, I'm producing with her. And of course she says, oh, Sapphire, you got to look at Rose oh Bunny in the voice. Oh, now, you got to look at this. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck yeah. am I looking at? Literally, I see a Nerf ball oh. shoot out of a girl's ass. Yeah. And the other girl receives it. And it's not hot, is it? 
There's no way you could say that that's hot and sexy. There's nothing hot about rose budding. Okay. I, I don't care. I think it's like the sick, twisted internet. Like, it's yes. like we're just, we're just so overstimulated by everything that we see. We oh have to go God. to this ridiculous extreme. And it's not healthy, people. Rose budding for the people who are like, what the fuck is that? It's not <laughs> like you put about. a rose in a girl's ass and, oh my God, it's budding. Oh, no. She t- Samantha said she said it looks just like a rose. No, I'm it does like- not. <laughs> you know what it looks like? It looks like fucking herpes and fucking pink guy had a baby and they called it fucking rose buddy it looks okay? like a, a prolapsed colon yes Basically, that's, that's what, what it looks like. like that's what it is, that's that's what it what it is. it's a prolapsed yeah. anus yeah. Yeah. yes oh. your ass is out of your body yeah that's what it is people now, and they think it's sexy when girls start rose budding each other start licking each other's rose buds like oh, let me just Yowzer. no it's not cute it's not cute i'm gonna sit with a bad cave yeah you know Give me my back to my cave and my like celibacy yes. and my chicken soup any fucking day give of me, the week. Give me a girl who wants to eat my my pussy cobwebs Ooh. before a girl eats my. That's it, pussy cobwebs. Pussy cobwebs. cobwebs. I think there's a name for my vagina that's coming through this. It's like a creative process, but I yes. feel like the end of this 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 show. Cleaning I'm out getting... the den. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was. I think we were close with pussy cobwebs. Pussy cobwebs. Pussy yes. cobwebs. I like it because it could be taken as like, you know, when a guy comes in you and then after when you spread the lips apart, it might be filmy. Pussy cobwebs. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying, pussy cobwebs. We'll accept that answer. Come on now. Why? What the fuck? Why not? Fuck it. Okay. So Haley, I have to say, I wish I had more time with you. Same. I'm going to have to come back. Yes, have you have to. Podcast. I'm determined to come back anyway. I'm having love interests developing in LA. So. Mm. take a number because it's it's involving somebody that i admire very much deeply yes oh yeah it please hit it <laughs> hit it and we will exchange um information uh, all right so i'm gonna get the intel yes on honey of the team yes mm-hmm. i i, I want to know it all i want to get the lowdown guys i hope you enjoyed Haley. once again where can they find you on all your social media right okay i'm gonna say this if it is a guy that's watching you need to go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash texting because i've got a free guide to like how to message the ladies online i wrote it all down so we didn't cover it too much for the women go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash secrets with an s and i've got a guide there free ebook about how to chat up guys or girls so you can be more proactive and take the initiative if you're I know a what girl. I'm getting I know what I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting my copy right after the show yeah. and um Instagram Twitter uh, okay Twitter at Haley Quinn H-A-Y-L-E-Y-Q-I-N-N on Instagram someone got the first one so I had to put an X at the end it's at Haley Quinn X but I've got some good stuff on there. I'm a YouTuber. I've, you can find me easily there. And I also have those two podcasts, Attraction HQ and Love HQ, which are on iTunes. Beautiful. Haley. it was such a pleasure. It's been amazing. Yes. Best time. Seriously. <laughs> I, oh, I'm in love. I'm in love over here. Guys, you know where to find me. Ms. Radio Sapphire on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, all social media platforms. Of course, um, I, to answer somebody's email, I don't know if you got it, but if you're asking about the video feed that we keep talking about, it's on Periscope. All you got to do is download the app Periscope. Look me up, Ms. Radio Sapphire. We broadcast Sapphire's Airplay right from the app where you can watch the live feed like everybody else and chime in. Um, don't forget... Automatic, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Last.fm carry Sapphire's Earplay. All you got to do is just type in the word Sapphire's Earplay. There you go. Tip of a button. Flick of the wrist. 
everything else. Keep us in the top 10 sexuality for podcasts. And let's keep those iTunes numbers going, baby. Mm-hmm. I think I have another treat for you guys next week. But you'll have to find out, of course, on Sunday when I start doing some tweets again. I love you guys. Remember, safe sex is the best hot sex. I'll see y'all next week. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you sexy motherfuckers can't get enough, be sure to subscribe to Sapphire's Airplay on iTunes and Podomatic.